Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Philosophy of Fitness podcast, episode number 48. My name is Haley. I'm going to be your host today, and every single day that you are tuning in, we are cruising right along to 50 episodes, my friends. So exciting. Oh, my God. Thank you to every single one of you who tunes into this show every week and who's been following and supporting me. It means the absolute world to me, and I'm so happy to be here again today. So go ahead and like grab a snack, grab a cup of tea, whatever it is that you've got. I've got some ginger tea here today, so I'm going to grab a sip of that. I really love uh, tea at any time of the day. Ever since I've stopped drinking, tea has become a huge part of my routine and uh, seltzer as well. And actually, exciting announcement for you guys to go off of not drinking. I actually celebrated 500 days of no alcohol a few days ago, which is so exciting. Oh my God, I never thought that this would turn into such a, a huge part of my life, like not drinking I never intended for this to be something that I would be so passionate about sharing and so passionate about speaking about, but it has totally transformed my life. My decision to stop drinking has connected me with some amazing people as well that I'm eternally grateful for, and it's been a crazy journey. Um, I don't really even know what to say. I just, I feel like I have learned so much and I've grown and really just had the ability to dive inward in a deeper capacity than I ever really thought was possible and just really unlearning things about myself and unraveling into myself even more and it's it's been an incredible journey and thank you to everyone who you know has supported me through that it means the world to me um I also have just learned throughout this journey that There's so many other people out there that are also doing this and I was talking to a friend that I wish when I had first made my decision to stop drinking that I knew that I wasn't alone. Like I've spoken about this before. For the first six months of my journey, it was something that I kept to myself because I thought that people would judge me for it or, you know, they would they would look at me differently or kind of make some sort of assumption about me. But once I really started sharing it, I realized the exact opposite was the case. And it's brought me to so many amazing people. And if you are out there listening to this right now, if you are someone that doesn't drink or you're thinking about stopping or you're even just sober curious in general, follow me on Instagram, connect with me, send me a message. My DMs are always open. Um, I, you know, I'm so passionate about this and it has totally transformed my life. So I'm going to continue to speak out about it and... I think that alcohol is, I've said this before too, but I think that, you know, drinking is the new smoking in a lot of ways. A lot of people are waking up to the fact that alcohol serves no purpose. It really only holds us back. And I think that it's intended to hold us back. It's quite literally a toxin if you look at it from a physiological standpoint. But even from a mental and a spiritual standpoint, alcohol serves no purpose. I know there's some people that believe that the reason why they're called spirits or, you know, that kind of thing whenever you go like wine and spirits is because when you are drinking, you actually open yourself up energetically uh, to become a vessel for spirits. So that's why some people act really erratic when they're drunk. That's something that I've heard some people say. And I don't know if that's necessarily true, but I do think that there could be something to it. So, you know, even just from an energetic, a vibrational standpoint, it is not worth it. In my opinion, it's not worth it. I don't judge anyone that drinks, but I just know for me how much it's changed my life, not having it in the picture. So I've got 500 days under my belt now. That's a a long time, but I do feel like it's still just the beginning. I'm still learning so much about it. And 
it's not easy. You know, I think that the the most challenging part about it is the social part of it, the societal pressure, just because it is so against the norm to be somebody that doesn't drink, that it can feel a little uncomfortable at times. But you've got to just remember to stand your ground. For me, I remember why I stopped in the first place and how good I felt not having it anymore. And that is enough to keep me going. So I just wanted to share that. It's, you know, it's a pretty big deal to me. Obviously, I'm super outspoken about it, as you guys know. So I take any chance that I can to kind of share my journey and really just be open and honest about it and authentic with what I'm sharing. I really try my best to just tell it how it is and and really not hold back. And in doing that, I've really empowered myself and I encourage other people to do the same. So yeah, I just wanted to share that before we dive into today's topic, which is grounding and the benefits of exercising outside. The weather's getting warmer. You know, summertime is pretty much here. So I figured this was a great topic to dive into. So if you want to learn some of those benefits, you want to figure out why you should be heading outside for your workout, what you can benefit from with that, then go ahead and stay tuned. All right. So let's go ahead and dive in here. I kind of want to just start with talking about grounding. I think that's a really good place to start. So When you think about, I think about when I was a kid, I used to spend so much time outside at the beach, you know, in the woods or even the house that I grew up in. We had a huge yard and I would run around the yard and I always just remember feeling so in alignment being outside, even though I wasn't self-aware enough to comprehend that when I was a child. I do feel that now in hindsight. And I want you to think for a second, too, about when you're outside, like, do you have you ever noticed that you feel recharged when you've gone for a hike or you've spent time at the beach or, you know, you've been out in the sun for a little bit? You've just been outside. You've been breathing fresh air. I don't know about you guys. I certainly feel this way, like just taking a break from the screens that we're constantly immersed in or technology or even just taking a break from whatever it is that you're doing, spending some time outside and energetically recharging is super powerful. And it's not an accident either. It's referred to as grounding. Um, It's something that a lot of people are really passionate about speaking about. And it's basically the notion that certain activities can electronically and energetically reconnect us with the earth. So this is not anything new. This has been around for years. There's a lot of ancient teachings that have suggested this and, you know, all about those electrical charges that kind of emanate from the earth and how they can benefit us. And I think the cool thing about grounding is that it's totally free. It doesn't require any skills, right? You can literally just step outside and stick your feet in the dirt. And that is grounding. It's connecting with the earth and it's a powerful way to raise your vibration that's easy and and effective. It's really effective. And to just take a step away from everything that we're bombarded by constantly, our society is very much a hustle culture, right? And and we're so surrounded. Like I've got my phone here. I've got my computer, this camera, these lights, everything. We are constantly surrounded by technology. And these pieces of technology are emitting energy and frequencies as well. And sometimes those can disrupt our natural sort of rhythm energetically within our bodies. So it's important that we take time and that we find a way, you know, to recharge. And I think that different people have like a different kind of thing that will make them feel the most recharged. For me, I don't know what it is about the ocean 
and water in general, I I feel very much centered and aligned when I'm spending time at the ocean specifically. There's something about it that makes me feel as if I'm re-entering a state of alignment. I know for some people it's the mountains, you know, some people it's the woods. I know my my dad really loves spending time in the woods and that's like huge for him. That's what allows him to really feel like he's recharged. My mom also loves the beach just as much as I do. You know, that's our favorite place to kind of recenter. I also really love meditating on the beach. I don't know if anyone else has tried this, but I have literally sometimes I've felt like very small, very subtle vibrations coming from the sand and coming from the ground. I don't know what it is, but if you get into that relaxed state, you just become super aware of everything. I mean, if you meditate, you know, sometimes you can feel your heartbeat like in your ears when you just enter that crazy state of self-awareness. But the beach is such a cool place to do that. And I think the sound of the waves, that kind of steady, you know, in and out of the waves is is really powerful too. So just, you know, being outside in general, being outside at night. I don't know about any of you guys, but if you're a stargazer, if you love looking up at the stars, that's the other time that I feel really centered and really grounded is when I'm looking up at the stars. You know, I know that that sounds super cheesy, but I think it's also a really cool reminder of just how trivial everything is on our planet right now. You know, we take a look up at the the sky and the atmosphere and how far away those stars are and how big this galaxy is. I mean, you can't even wrap your mind around that. And some of us get so caught up in, in the smallest little things. And I think it's really easy to lose sight of that. So that to me is also, you know, something that I would consider to be quite grounding is just spending some time outside at night. Spending time at the beach, like really connecting your body with nature, I think is is huge. And this even goes into like tree hugging a little bit. I don't necessarily call myself a tree hugger, but um, there's even evidence. There's been so many studies of how plants react to to how we communicate with them. Um, I'll try to look it up, but there was a study once of I think it was a high school or something where they had two potted plants. I actually did a video about this a while ago, so I'll try to link that video. But They had two potted plants and they were in the school for a month and they instructed the students to speak kindly to one of the plants and then really negatively basically to bully the other plant. And by the end of that month, the plant that was bullied was sad. It was dying. It was not thriving. And the plant that was spoken to with affirmations and positively was alive and thriving. And I think that's just another indicator of how alive nature is, right? It's that connectedness of of everything around us. And taking that time to to spend in nature allows you to tap into that source energy, I think, in just such a powerful and a profound way. And once again, like I said, it's free. You don't need any experience. You can just step outside, take your shoes off, put your feet in the dirt, put your feet in the sand, sit down on the grass, whatever it is. It doesn't take much, but doing that even just for, you know, 10, 15 minutes is enough to energetically and electronically kind of recharge your body. So whenever it is that you can find the time to step outside and to just embrace that, to step into that. And that kind of leads me to what I wanted to talk about today, which is the benefits of exercising outside. Now, this is not something that I will admit that I've done every single day. I've done a bit of stretching outside the last few days and I've just noticed how good it's made me feel. It's not a full workout, but 
I wanted to kind of just encourage you guys and even myself through through talking about this to get outside for your workouts, to take advantage of Mother Nature and let Mother Nature fuel you in a way that maybe you wouldn't be able to tap into in the four walls of a gym. So we're going to kind of go through some of the lists of the benefits here of exercising outside and I'll share my experience with you as well. So I think the biggest part of it is, you know, it's a natural mood booster. I don't know about you guys, but if you've ever heard of seasonal affective disorder in the wintertime, I I find that I'm really down uh, just because I'm inside all the time and I feel trapped, especially during this pandemic. This last winter was really hard for me because I was spending so much time inside and being outside, being in the sun and just breathing in fresh air has been known. It's been studied to naturally increase serotonin and some of those other pleasure hormones or feel good hormones rather. So, you know, take that into consideration. Just spending time outside is enough to to raise those feel good hormones in your brain. So that's a really huge part of it. The Another huge part of it is that it offers a different perspective than what you would have in the gym. So let's say you're somebody that likes running, for example. When you're running at the gym, you're on a treadmill, that's very much a controlled environment. It's the same thing every time you go in, you can play with the speed, you know what the incline is going to be. It's pretty much going to be the same experience cut and dry unless you really challenge yourself outside of the box. The difference with being outside for your workout is when you go running outside, it is more challenging in a lot of ways, right? You don't necessarily know what the incline is going to be. The terrain could be a little bit different. Your surroundings are different. Maybe you don't quite know where you're going. And it keeps things interesting. I think that running outside is 10 times more interesting than running on a treadmill. You know, you're just sitting there or you're running rather just staring at the screen, staring at the wall. But when you're outside, you have so many beautiful things to look at. The trees, the grass, the sky, the, you know, the surroundings in general, you just have so much more to experience and to take in. And I think that that's a huge part, too, of keeping yourself rooted in the present moment. I don't know about you guys, but I find that when I'm running outside, I'm way more able to tap into what's around me because I'm aware of my surroundings. I'm tuning into when I should be crossing the street, little things like that, or even just tuning into the scenery that surrounds me. And it makes me more aware of where I am rather than trying to remove myself entirely from the present moment, which is something that I've definitely felt when I'm on a treadmill. You know, sometimes people will tell you, go to a place in your mind anywhere else but here. And I think that that's such terrible advice. I've I've known people before that have said that when, you know, you're on a treadmill, it's like, find your happy place in your mind. I don't agree with that. I think that when you're working out, you should be even more aware of where you are. You should be even more rooted in what you're experiencing mentally and physically and feeling it and connecting with it and having that deepened sense of awareness. That's what allows you to push yourself even further. And that's what allows you to kind of unravel and tap into that next level of yourself. And I think we as humans are so much more capable of doing that when we're outside rather than when we're cooped up inside on a treadmill. And don't get me wrong, treadmills are great, you know. I think they're awesome. I think they serve a purpose for sure. I love treadmills. You know, I love going to the gym. But working out outside is just a completely different experience in that end. So that would be my advice there. Um, I think the other thing too is, you know, with an outdoor workout, you can make it so much more fun and creative. You can really think outside of the box. You don't have to limit yourself to the weights machines at the gym, 
or the pieces of equipment that they have at the gym. You can really switch it up. You can let the world be your oyster with it. You can think of all kinds of fun, different movements to do. You could go to the park. You could do it in your backyard. You could also make it a social thing too, doing an outdoor workout, especially with everything that's been going on. Granted, things are opening up back, you know, pretty much slowly but surely back to where they were. But even now, you can make it a social thing and do a huge, you know, group outdoor workout with your friends. And it's so much fun. Bring a speaker if you want to or don't. You know, it's totally up to you. Um, And have some fun outside. It's I think a part of it, too, is just almost coming back to that like childlike sense of playfulness when we're outside. Because as I said at the beginning of this episode, when you're a kid and you're outside, you just feel carefree. You're just really living in the moment. And I think that exercising outside is something that kind of lets you tap into that a little bit more. Something else that I did want to say here is um, that exercising outside can also uh, be done without music or should, you know, I think sometimes you should try and do something without music. Um, Like try going for a run, just listening to the sounds of nature around you. Or try doing some yoga or stretching or any form of exercise, just tuning into that moment. I know it's really hard to do that. I still find it really hard to do that. But um, it really is a great exercise, literally and figuratively, for building your sense of awareness and your ability to root yourself in the present moment. Because that distraction is taken out of the equation. Every distraction is taken out of the equation, especially when you're outside. You're literally just focusing on what's in front of you, what you're experiencing, what you're smelling and seeing and hearing around you. And that's such a powerful way to to bring yourself back to this moment. You know, a lot of times people will tell you, well, think about what your five senses are experiencing. And that kind of brings you back to the now, especially if you have anxiety. People say that that is quite helpful. So think about that with a workout too, how powerful it is to rather than try to escape the moment or think about what you're going to do after your workout or where you're going to go or just trying to push through for any kind of exterior motive to actually listening to your body, actually connecting and saying, okay, this is where I'm feeling this. This is what I'm seeing. This is what I'm experiencing. It's so powerful and it's not easy. I totally get that. It's not easy, but I think this is something that you should try to just challenge yourself, challenge what you've been led to believe about exercising, what you've been led to believe about working out. Because I think sometimes a lot of us can carry limiting beliefs with what it is that we think we can or can't accomplish. Something that I used to tell myself all the time is that I needed music to be able to run outside. And I specifically used to tell myself that I needed music that was EDM in order to get me to push myself to the furthest. And if my Spotify put it on shuffle by accident, I had to stop running because I had this limiting belief that I needed to have that music on in order to be able to push myself. But I've realized now that that is is something that I've made up in my mind, right? That's something that I've fabricated. It's a limiting belief that I've placed upon myself that I thought that I needed that in order to to get after what I'm trying to do. But I've realized it's been a while since I've done this, but I realized that, you know, now I don't need that music in the same way. I'm actually okay with just listening to nature around me and just being okay with totally absorbing that and taking that in. And I think about how silly I used to be with my music with running and um, and I'm not that way anymore. I do still like to run with music if I have the choice, but Like I said, maybe just try this out to just prove to yourself that you can do it and see what you get out of it mentally and spiritually. 
not even so much physically, like when you're moving outside, when you're moving your body and you're challenging your limits and you're so aware in that moment, like, does that feel different for you? Does that bring something out of you that maybe being at the gym or being inside doesn't bring out of you? I would I would advise you to kind of just dive inward with that, too, and give that a try. And not to mention, you know, the power of of breathing fresh air. I think a lot of us have seen how hard it can be to exercise in a mask. And I am not here to mask shame at all. Please do not take this the wrong way. I am just here to merely say that it's obviously more challenging because we can't breathe in the same way as we normally should be able to um, without a mask. So if you're exercising by yourself outside, you have that ability to just breathe freely to fully, you know, use your lungs to their full capacity to what they're meant to be used for for a workout. And um, I think that is really powerful as well. So, I mean, there's so many, so many benefits to, you know, being outside. Um, and like I said, it's free, you know, it doesn't cost anything. Um, I think it's a great idea. And know that when you're outside too, you are grounding just like by being in nature, just by you moving around outside and breathing in the fresh air, that is enough to ground you. My advice would be to take your shoes off maybe at the end of the workout and just stick your feet in the grass for a little bit. That's enough to recharge you as well. And um, really think about how powerful it is to be in nature. Think about our ancestors too, how how big of a role nature played in all of their practices and their philosophies and their beliefs. You know, it's it's all powerful. The sun as well. The sun is life force energy. It's revitalizing. Obviously, you know, if you have to be careful with the sun, then, you know, take that into consideration as well. But if you want me to do a different episode on the sun and the benefits of that and even sun gazing a little bit, uh, let me know. I'd be curious to hear your thoughts. But That is what I have for you today, guys. I'm going to go try and do a little bit of a workout outside now, maybe do some yoga and stretching and maybe go for a run. We'll see what I'm feeling like doing, but I'm definitely going to get out there today. It's a beautiful day. I encourage you to get out there as well, wherever you are, whenever you're listening to this, try to get outside for 10, 15 minutes. If you're outside at night, cool. If you're outside during the day, even better, whatever it is, whatever you're able to fit into your schedule, make some time to get outside, stick your hands, your feet in the dirt the grass, the sands, the ocean, whatever it is, recharge that internal battery, my friends. That's all I have for you today. I'm sending you so much love and light, health, wealth, and success and happiness, and I will see you next time. Bye.